Uh, yeah, sounds good. Um, and I caught a little bit of Libby, so if I want to use that at the end, I will. Jack it up and add sound effects? Yeah, exactly. Um, although, I don't even remember how to edit this shit. And I have a new computer now that doesn't work, so everything's great. Well, this is promising. How sure are you that you're recording this? I'm, I switched back to the recording software that always works. It just makes it harder to edit. Like, this is the one I used, like, two years ago when it worked. And the beginning of last year... Oh, no. Then last year I switched to a new one that was, like, easier to edit off of. But didn't record all the time. So now I'm back to the original. And we will be recorded. Okay. It just might so. take me a week or two in post-production. Especially because there's no rush on this content. Um, yeah. It's not like... Haven't all right. I don't remember how to do this. Uh, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, guys. The rules pod is here. Only four months late. This is Narf. I am joined by Commissioner Anton to discuss some rules. How's it going? Hey, buddy. What's new? Oh, not very much at all. I'm, I... uh, I'm getting over the cold from fucking hell. Okay. So sounds, I don't know if I have fun. any voice for this. And yeah. from time to time, there may be deathly hacking. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll figure out how to go. So I happen to notice you were not at the alumni game last weekend, which is kind of disappointing. I wasn't, though I wouldn't have been operational anyway, but my in-laws, because I have those now, were in town staying oh, with us. That's an awful word. I never want to have in-laws. I know. Actually, both sets of parents were here. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't leave the city. Were they all staying with you guys? No, just the in-laws. Okay. Um, yeah, there was, it was not a great league showing at the alumni game. Um, so, Yoni came down. Well, was it the alumni game or the alumni-friendly turf scrimmage? Because... Uh, no. So, so actually, yeah, I'll give a recap of the game. Um, I was a little disappointed by the tone and the haphazardness of the emails about the game. So I didn't I, think they were taking it very seriously. Completely agree with that. I was really down on it going in. I actually almost, almost didn't go. Um, but actually, it was the exact opposite. One, the game was 15-13. It was the most competitive alumni game I can remember. They actually came out and, like, tried. They, like, called lines and played their starters and were trying to beat us. It was really fun. Who won the game? We, I don't even... we, oh, so we won 15-13. But it was, like, actually a close game at the end. Like, both teams were, like, playing their good players and, like, trying to win the game. Um, how, many, how many points did TQ play? TQ? I don't... He wasn't there. There was one, actually maybe it was, There's one random old alum who I didn't know who he was. He had like red hair and was kind of short. Mm. He was wearing one of those blue Tron jerseys that like you're great. Oh, at. Lamb Chop. Oh, it was not Lamb Chop. Um, although the description does fit. Then I have no idea. Oh, wasn't Marty Newman there? I think it was Marty Newman. Oh, maybe. I think that name sounds familiar. Like he, Cage was the only one who like barely recognized him because... Yoni came to play Goldsmith all afternoon, but then left the alumni game because he had to go watch UConn. Um, So I'm not even sure if that counts as an appearance, but current Tron actually had like 30 or 40 people there. Like, I'd never seen so many Trons. Um, It it was a good showing. Like, overall, it was actually a really fun alumni game. Well, I'm sorry I missed it. And we got like a good four hours of Goldsmith on the Great Lawn beforehand, um, which which worked out well. So I'm trying to think. Yoni was there. Um, Me and Frog were there. Uh, Frogger being an honorary league member. Uh, Vigo. Hudson Fuse. I think that's it. Um, that's probably about half the league, I guess. I think I, I, I might have one last alumni game in me while I'm still functional enough to play ultimately. Yeah, we were like... So after Yoni... I mean, Yoni was like four years older than everyone playing Goldsmith. Um, it was actually like kind of... like At one point, it was like co-ed Goldsmith game, and he was literally marking up on like a 19-year-old Banshee, which was kind of hilarious, and then he knocked her to the ground trying to sky her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then like after Yoni left, like... 
me and Frogger's year was like basically <coughs> the oldest people there, and that kind of felt weird. So I'm not sure how many more games I have in me. Can we talk about a pressing ultimate issue as we fade into the background and the young people take over? Yeah, and what is that? Have you, have you gotten to discuss with Frogger the MOU short shorts situation? They're not. They don't wear short shorts. They wear short shorts. I, I went to the game last night and they were wearing regular shorts. I watched the game. They are wearing. Well, no, I watched the New York something game. What you watched New York versus Frogger, right? Was it? Was yeah, that's right. I watched that game. Okay. They were wearing okay. tiny little shorts. Even the mm-hmm. ones with good bodies looked terrible. Wait, both teams? Both well, both teams, but especially New York. Okay, so I went to the DC Philly game last night and do not did not notice the shorts being that short. So they looked pretty normal. Um I don't know. I, I, Frogger's not mentioned that to me at all. They look like like six inch shorts. I saw so much thigh. Everyone looked top heavy. It was just a really unfortunate look. That's, that's and strange. Maybe New today, York's doing that on purpose. Today, I watched Lionel's AUDL game um, played at the Brooklyn Cyclone Stadium, and their shorts were of a reasonable length, and it's really swaying me between the two leagues. Interesting. Did you actually go to the game? No, I, I, I watched it online, but I'm going in two weeks. Um, in Very New York? Sick. Yeah, the, the Cyclone Stadium. Interesting. Um, I heard in New York that, like, the gap between the two teams is much less than in other cities, and, like, a lot of good players actually on the AUDL team. That might be true. And Lionel says out west, everyone good is playing AUDL. Yeah. Um, like, out east. In Philly, which is really the only city I know that much about, like, it's still basically, like, 100% the good players MLU and the not good players in AUDL. But other cities might be more balanced now. It was This game is a little unfortunate because the baseball stadium has no clock. So the <laughs> announcers weren't aware of how much time was ever left, and they kept trying to guess. How were the players aware? I don't know if they were. It wasn't clear. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, it was a heartbreaking uh, comeback loss for Lionel. Did did he play a lot or play well? He did. Yeah, he, he's uh, one of their. It looked like he was their one of their three regular O handlers. Oh, he, he, he oh handler now. That interesting. Cool. Good yeah. final. Um, and then they tried to play him as a cutter later in the game when they were desperate. How did uh, Frogger look in the Boston game? Did he play a lot? Um, he seemed... Wait, didn't you say you watched that game? No, I was at, he the, I, Philly, I was at the Philly DC game. Yeah, he seemed to play a lot, but he's playing as like an off handler. So yeah, he's exactly. Not that's, the disc a lot. that's what he does for Ironside too. Um, he hasn't actually touched the disc all that much, I don't think. Um there's actually um a, a, a like a young Tron who plays for the Philly team now, so there are three professional Tron athletes. Oh, is he the one with the really Jewy name? Uh, no, Gabe Colton, which isn't really that Jewy. Not um, who I was thinking of. Maybe someone tried out for Ironside or something. Maybe. Uh, Zorro is his Tron name. Um, he's actually really good. He played on like my Winterloo team, and he's on the the Philly Spinners. Hmm. Are they going to be good again this year? Uh, well, they weren't good last year. They were the worst team in the league, and they will again be the worst team in the league. Their their O line is atrocious. Oh, was it the first year they were good? The first year when they were AUDL, they were, like, the only major city. It was, like, Philly and, like, Buffalo and, like, Connecticut and Rhode Island. So, like, none of the other, like, cities were, like, big ultimate towns. And, like, they crushed everyone. But once they went to MLU and, like, now they're matching up against, like, D.C. and New York and Boston, like, they can't really play with any of those teams. So, what you, you follow this stuff more than I do is, do you think one league's on the verge of, of dominating? I actually don't really know. Is the ESPN um, thing going to be a game changer? Is it actually on ESPN? I like really 
don't follow that much. A- AUDL is streaming. I think they'd have a game of the week through ESPN3. Well, then, yeah, I would think that will mean something. Um, AUDL, like, they can pay the players, uh, which is interesting. Uh, MLU, I think every player in the league gets a flat 25 a game. Uh, so, like, the AUDL pays good players to come play for them, and that will probably make a difference in the long run. I think Lionel's deal pays. He didn't let me negotiate it. Oh, I yeah. Think- oh, he fuck. Who's his agent? I don't think Who's his he, agent? I don't think he ended up picking an agent, which is I think he got screwed. He gets like .07 class C minus shares per game. He has stock options? He, he gets paid in equity. <laughs> he gets paid in AODL equity? That's useless. Yeah, but I think it's yeah, I, I think it's the lowest class of when everyone else gets paid off, which one will never happen. Oh wow. I didn't realize they were paying people in equity. Mm-hmm. Um, um interesting. Yeah, so I mean I don't know. I think in, on the East Coast, MLU is definitely stronger, um, which is which is I think the only coast the teams really compete. I guess you know AUDL expanded to the West Coast this year. I don't know. AUDL might be might be better. I'm they should have the two, the two leagues should just have their champions play each other. That's a good idea. I'm preparing for my future as a, as a referee. I want to pick pick the winning side. Not, not an agent. I I don't seem to be getting a lot of business. <laughs> you should you should have at least two competitive business. Right I mean. People are really scraping for fifteen percent of twenty-five bucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Um, all right, cool. So I guess that's probably it for ultimate. Except actually, I mean, we're only like three months out from Wildwood. I guess you know that. Yeah, it really sneaks up on you. So where are our jerseys? I really can't play another year without new jerseys. Yeah, I know. We need a new white design. If yes, whites. Who, if you have ideas, please send them my way. That's like not. I mean, you don't need an idea. The idea isn't in Terrorbang. What else are you going to do? There's a lot of ways to interrobang. Okay. Um, that's not my strong suit, but I'll work on it. Uh, but I just vote the more gear, the better. How's your new... Does, does the podcast listening audience know about your new job? Yeah, so some people do. Some people might not. I don't know. Um, I was telling everyone I do love my game. And if people follow my LinkedIn profile, I guess you could figure it out. But I now work for Uber. Um, it's kind of the coolest company and job in the world. And I run everything. So it's going really well. I'm here. Oh, wait, are you are you local to Philly? Or are you? I'm I'm local to Philly. I'm one of the Philly uh, operations managers. So I basically like run. I'm in charge of like all the drivers and all that shit for Philly area. Um, You're in charge. Like, there's an army of drivers at your disposal. Exactly. I can do whatever I want with them. Yeah, um, I Ubered on Friday night for the first time ever. My first Ubering. Oh, I. What was what was your reason for taking one? I was in Queens. Oh, nice. And was it amazing? It was okay. Okay, sound. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, but was, there was, was a rash expensive? of. Uh, no, I don't think so. It wasn't too bad. There was a rash of articles about how evil your company is. For... Oh, we we get awful press every single day about everything. Yeah, you guys need better PR. Like people were calling in fake calls to other companies to fuck with them. Oh, that happened once, like four months ago. Um, that was before I started. So since I've gotten on board, I've put a stop to that, guys. Don't worry. You've you've really ethics the place up. Yeah, I've, I've single handedly taken us up a. Cl- uh, a class level or two in terms of that stuff. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad you should you should keep Ubering your first ride. You should get twenty dollars off if you used a promo code. Well, I wasn't I, I wasn't the one who Ubered the Uber. Yeah, someone else Ubered it, and then I got in. Uh, okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, so I actually do work like that's part of the reason this rules cast is so late is I do work a ton. Um, I was telling Yoni like I'm a little worried for football season if I'm going to be able to do my normal league media coverage, but. I think by then I'll have it figured out. It's very good that this started like right after football season ended. Just start doing extra work every day now, and then you'll 
you'll save up a backlog of work that you've done for football season. I could go through and pick all the power rankings pictures right now um, for this <laughs> no. season. I'm saying pre-do your real job. Don't pre-do your... Oh, pre-do my real job. Oh, God. Job. Never. No, that, that's impossible. I, I would never work harder than I have to at a real job. Um, that, that's, that, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess you can at least uh, build up your uh, database of pictures. I've been sending you some candidates. Um, have you? From, from, from time to time. Oh, no, you did send a couple um, that, yeah, I probably lost. Um, all right, so anyway, uh, we should get to the rules pretty soon. But next topic, quickly, Deshaun Jackson, what do you think? I think that we don't know shit about what really happened. At first, I thought that too, and now I disagree with it. Like, I don't think there's that much more to, like, the gang stuff or, like, some crime that's not disclosed. Like, it just literally seems like the whole team hated him. I'm pretty sure yeah, that's I don't think the whole story. I don't think it's the gang stuff. I think he didn't want to come to Chip Kelly's team building trust ball exercises and and that was it i mean do you, like i'm sure you saw the read the articles and i like, heard the quotes like zero players stuck up for him like they all said how like you decided they are to be on like a team where everyone gets along as soon as he left yeah so that was a good a good sign and i i don't mind not having him at what his contract was going to be um yeah i'm not sure like Cooper, it I was, think it got real overrated last year off like a good four or five game stretch like is riley cooper really a starting NFL wideout for like a team that wants to make the playoffs that passes a lot. I don't know. No, we're they they overpaid Riley Cooper, and it's still not clear why. But with or without, you know, whoever the other receivers on the team are, Jackson's contract was the high end of his value, and maybe he was going to play up to it, maybe not. But I don't mind not having him on the books for that amount. Okay, I agree with his contract, but one, this isn't the NBA where it matters that much, and two, the Eagles are always under the cap, like. They weren't not signing other players because of his contract. Like that like so I don't care. That's true. But they were starting to crawl. So they 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 re-signed they smartly re-signed like their middle of the road guys to middle of the road deals. I think they're they're gonna draft at least one, maybe two receivers. I I think they'll be okay. They they are counting on Macklin a lot, but I think Macklin's gonna be really good. I've okay, I've always been a Macklin fan. He's never gotten there. Like he's still at like he's still like his Rep is like he was a first round pick and like he has potential, but like you don't have potential that much when you're fighting in the league. Like there's a point where you hit your potential or you don't. Like he's never been a number one yet. Well, I guess we'll find out. All right, fine. Um, still, there's no well, free agent wide receivers still out there. Okay, but so do you like it. the deal? Do you no, like I'm asking. Or is there anyone else still out there that I'm forgetting about? I don't think so. I mean, mm-hmm. I. Admittedly, like I, I'm really not in the loop of like sports at all right now, but I, I don't think there is. And not to mention, like the fact that he went to the fucking Redskins. Like that's just hilarious. If if RG three is good, that's going to be a real good offense this year. Like it's a perfect complement to Pierre Garcon and like Alfred Morris. Like they've got good pieces now. They really don't seem like they have their shit together. I'm not worried about the Redskins. I'm not that much either because I don't think RG three is that good. But I'm saying if he is, I think that they'll be, be very good. Um, or do you want to get to some rules? Yeah, let's do it, man. All right. Um, I mean, you're the commissioner, so this is your – the ball's in yeah, your court. So, you can walk so us we're, through these. We're going to go through these for lack of preparation time, but just uh, in the order that different people suggested them. So these are organized by person suggesting them and not in any kind of theme. Um, we're going to start with CB. 
CV's first suggestion is a very simple one. Extend the trade deadline one more week. I am okay with that. Um, I feel yeah. like our deadline is earlier than most That's leagues. That's fine. Right now our deadline is mid-November. Okay. Is there a reason for when it is, or you just picked that? No, I think that's the default trade deadline. Okay. As far as I know. So, yeah, I mean, he didn't give a lot of... Were, were there... I guess there were that deadline craziness with the 11.59 trade this year. But that's going to happen no matter when the deadline is. Well, if Moose is in the league, stuff like that's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, I don't see any reason not to do it yeah it no. does seem early so we'll definitely put that one up for a vote i agree i have a feeling that'll pass too all right uh cb's next suggestion was adding either an extra bench spot or an extra ir spot yeah I'm, uh, and I'm I'll, against read, that. I'll read his his argument which is that buys injuries and late injury announcements after some players get locked out because of the abomination that is thursday night football made for incomplete rosters some weeks, which sucked. Instead of complaining about lack of talent on the waiver wire, you should stash players on your bench or make a trade. Yeah, I, I'm still, like, we added a spot last year. Like, I don't think we need more spots. Yeah, it's right. We've talked about this before. I, I think we're I think we're really at a good sweet spot of every roster moves a little bit uncomfortable right now. Exactly. Like, you shouldn't feel confident, right? Like, you we're giving up guys like and yeah i mean I, I agree right what do we have like five bench and one ir right now yeah yeah that that's good like, and there weren't our replacement level player is still even with the ir spot is well i guess especially with the ir spot is pretty shitty yeah agreed um that's why you don't want to drop anyone because if you drop someone good it's hard to get them back as like vigo dropped ty hilton and i thanked him many times for that yeah so i don't think you know we didn't i didn't hear any support outside of CB for that, and we just added a slot, so I'm going to adding another one. Sounds good to me. At this point. Alright, CB's next suggestion was um, to randomize, a couple of people said this, to randomize the schedule, which we it definitely has to happen this year. So, I'm for that. Have I thrown out my natural rivalries idea, though? Yeah, so let's skip to that right now, because this was your only rule suggestion. <laughs> Oh, I haven't even looked through this list. Am I on the list? You are on the list very briefly to say that instead of so, you know, we play fifth. Uh, sorry, we play 13, a games. 13 game schedule with 11 possible opponents. So there's two extra games uh, after the, the full round robin. Correct. And instead of randomizing both, your suggestion was to randomize one of those games and to make the other one a rivalry game. <laughs> I mean, I like there's. I mean, we don't have to do this, but I don't see a reason why not. I mean, oh, I know we don't have to do this. Right. Like, uh, all it is is a game where you're going to go against, like, someone you're, like, good friends with. So it's, like, more trash talking and more fun. Like, it's more fun to go against those people. But I think a very high percentage of our games anyway are against good friends. I agree. But counterpoint, when I had Noah and Vigo on the podcast for the finals last year, I'm not sure they'd ever talked to each other before in real life. That just makes it better because they're forced into trash talking people they know nothing about. They all they did was wish the other good luck. You did. Oh, you didn't help yourself because I don't think your uh, your rivalry picks were very good. I, I don't even remember who they were. Uh, I'm trying to find them now, but you didn't have Moose and Yoni playing, 
which oh so i think i did it by years i probably like moose and vigo against each other i mean it has to be if if we do it which we won't <laughs> it has to be it would have to be moose and yoni from right. now until the end of time all right well we can we can fine, throw out the natural rivalry but let's randomize those two games yeah so i'm i'm afraid that i might have to end up doing this manually but i'm i'm gonna sack up this year because that would suck for you to actually have to do actual work as your job uh, and commissioner yes i agree with you wholeheartedly but uh, we we gotta do it it's okay. not it's not fair right. so we'll put that to a vote um no i think we're, we're just gonna do it we're gonna randomize it oh okay. we have the power to make changes without yeah yeah we did this last year some things we just implemented because they make too much sense that does, okay so i think the only hold up to this was me not it was me being too lazy so i'm gonna sack up this year i'm just gonna do it great um okay uh cb's uh, next suggestion was mandatory moose wake-up calls on sundays to set his roster i don't know how we can enforce that no plus we're gonna have to do thursday calls and sunday calls <laughs> plus to give moose a little credit like it'll it'll not be his second year in that time zone watching football i assume he'll be better at it um, I mean, Moose deserves no credit for what happened last year, but I, I think he'll be, I think he's learned his lesson. I, I'm actually surprised that it didn't happen earlier or more. So Moose is like taking the brunt of it, but it's not that long ago where this was a league where people regularly fuck these things up. Yeah. And we went very quickly to a league where that was completely unacceptable. Right. In the, it's the pre and post media era. Yeah. Plus he's in Iowa, which is which is you know they can't have very good internet there um well i know very little about iowa internet but i think moose will be all right this year okay so forget that uh cb's last suggestion which again a couple of people talk about some form of this highest seed in a playoff round gets to choose the matchup it's it's interesting um if we put this to the vote i bet this would be the one of the more hotly contested um I'm not sure. Like, I guess I'm okay with it. Um, but I don't have strong feelings either way. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure how I feel. I, I think this one definitely should should go to a vote. And I don't know how I feel about it. My, my like, gut reaction is we're, like, it's too much. Too much meddling. We should just let the seeds fall where they may and, and play those matchups. But... This would be another fun decision to talk about. So I guess we'll see what, what the league thinks. I'll let that go to a vote. I mean, that, that'll definitely be like, if that's implemented, like, that, that'll be fun. Like the week before, like the guy chooses his um, pick. There's a, lot, there's a lot more for me to analyze. So like. I mean, whoever, this might take a few years, but eventually someone will pick an opponent uh, and lose to them where the natural seed, they would have won that oh, game. That, that'll probably happen the first year this is implemented. And that'll be amazing. I mean, I forget exactly who the teams were last year in the semis, but I remember, like, one matchup had the projected better two teams, and the other matchup had the projected worst two teams, and, like, the worst two teams both blew out the better two teams. Um, so, I think I, I think might... it was Vigo, Vigo Lambchop went 1-2, and, like, everyone thought they were the weaker picks. Yeah. I think I might vote for this just for the remote possibility that not only does it happen, but it happens to Lambchop. Yeah. Um Okay. That'd be so sweet. I'm, I think I would vote yes, but I'm, I'm undecided on that. All right. So that that was the end of CB suggestion. But when we go to Hudson, uh, which is related, uh, in the first two rounds of the playoffs, the highest two scores advance regardless of matchups. So this would be a completely different way to go. I'm also not opposed to this, but I'm not sure if I'm for it. 
like I mean, basically <laughs> what Hudson's suggestion is doing is like guaranteeing the better teams are in the finals, which like I think I'm okay with. Yeah, but that's you know it's it's different it's just like a continuation of the regular season. It's what? It, it's just continuing the regular season basically into the first two weeks of the I wonder how we how we're gonna do this vote. I think the rule's gonna have to be you can only vote yes for at most one of these ideas. Uh, that's true. because both of them cannot be implemented. Yeah. So oh, and we have I put in if anyone emailed comments, I put those in. So CB's comment on this one was don't like Hudson's playoff idea because it takes away the head-to-head nature of fantasy football, which is the best part. I like watching a game and knowing which handful of players to root for or against, and I like being able to follow just two scores. Uh, and I'm 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 kind of in CB's camp on that. You guys are just lazy. Like it's not that. First of all, I, I threw out an idea like a year or two ago where like everyone was playing head-to-head against everyone, and like I understand that's kind of crazy, but. You're only this is, what you this turned is into four your teams instead of two. Like it's not that big a difference. And like, I also think it gives you more to root for. Like in, it's possible you could be like blown out after like the one o'clock round Sunday, and like this just gives you more chance in your playoff round to like finish second. I mean, there's something satisfying about just just having two different head to heads because at, at some point, you know, my prediction is uh, of the four teams in that. Right, I guess. They both have four teams. Both the first two rounds have four teams. Eventually, it's going to be clear which two teams are in the 2-3 spot. And then it's just like having one exciting matchup instead of possibly two. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think we should put this to a vote. Um, but yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think this one will pass. Like, I might actually vote for it, but I'd be surprised if this one passes. I yeah I'm, I'm fine with this going to votes. It's going to be either or either CBs or Hudsons. I guess I don't you know I don't I don't see it passing, but we'll see. Okay. Um, all right. And Hudson's other suggestion was ability to trade picks before the draft. Does so? Does ESPN let you do that? I don't think they do. Um, no, I think. And again, there's a failure to perform feasibility analysis. And you know me, there's nothing I hate more than a failure to perform feasibility analysis. Um, I think this is something we could do manually, but I don't think it would be that hard to do manually. Um, the other thing is, like, there's nothing that stops you from just, like, calling someone, making a trade, drafting each other's players, and then trading them after the draft. Like, I've done that with Vigo in previous years. Right. And, so, like, no one's going to veto those, like, trade right for the draft like that because, one, theoretically, it should be fair. And, two, like, it's just clearly prearranged beforehand. No. The only problem will happen when Lamchop does it and then refuses to carry the trade through. Yeah. And then we need an enforcement mechanism. So, I mean, if this is, <coughs> I, I don't know. I, you could put this to a vote also. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. It would be, be nice to, to know how we'd implement it. But I think we, it could be figured out. Okay, and I guess we'll have to decide how how long ahead of the draft we're going to do the uh, the wheel of picking. Now I don't. I forget. Is the wheel of picking randomized each year, or is it based off previous year's standing? It is randomized. Currently, it's randomized each year. No one proposed any change to that. Um, I'd propose that it goes off last year's standings, but we'd have to implement that this year for next year. Maybe it should just be randomized every year. I mean, you can propose the rule. We, this, we, we are doing a podcast for the proposing of rules. Okay, so if... Uh, no, I guess, I guess there was a, a cutoff months and months ago. 
that's true. But I'm still going to throw anything I want out there. Um, I think we have that authority by doing the podcast. I'll buy that. Um, so, so what's the proposal? Trying to think if I wanted to go, like, whoever wins has first choice, whoever comes in 12th has first choice. I guess wins, right? Um, but maybe, but I don't know, like, we don't have keepers, like, there's, like, the league, like, completely resets each year, and there's some value to that. Um, so I guess I'm okay with randomizing. Okay. Um, well, plus, like, learning the order of how you're going to pick your draft order was, like, literally the most exciting moment of my life last year, so. Yeah, and I think it's still not clear which, which picks are necessarily better. Okay. So we're starting to have some idea. Okay. So we'll vote on picking trading picks before the draft. Yep. Now we move into Yoni's rule suggestions. Okay. Yoni's first uh, rule suggestion was uh, a very complicated payout system based on over-under league average scoring. I don't know. I didn't read the whole thing, but it seemed pretty stupid. And then a lot of people emailed in about how stupid it was. So I think we're just going to ignore it. Okay. I'm good with that. Moving on. Moving on. Thanks, Yoni. That a uh, recovered fumble should be negative one point instead of a negative two for an unrecovered fumble. Okay. One, can you do that on ESPN? Um, I believe that you can. Though, again, Yoni, come on. Feasibility, buddy. Um, Um, Two, it's pretty clear if you read advanced metrics that, like, the odds of recovering a fumble are 50-50. Like, I think most stat random. people agree with that, right? Yeah, and that was the, the, the we, this league had an early commitment to advanced metrics. And unlike most leagues, which do lost fumbles, we do all fumbles are minus two. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with not changing this. Um, the only reason I would change it is if the guy recovered his own fumble, but I don't think you can do that on ESPN. Or if the guy intentionally dribbled the ball off the ground to juke a defender, I think that should be zero. Okay, we can implement that. No we'll vote? Into, we'll look into feasibility for that one. Sounds good. Okay, so Yoni's last rule suggestion was also very long, but I actually put it in out of respect. You skipped him. Elsie and Vigo owe him $25 a piece. Oh, shit, sorry. His third rule suggestion was, Elsie and Vigo still owe me $25 a piece for Survivor. That is fucking bullshit, people. Just pay the damn money. He may have been paid for now because these emails are about three months old. <laughs> Good point. Uh, but okay, moving on. If that is still the case, that's embarrassing. Okay. Okay. So Yoni's final thing was about roster bonuses, and I'll try to read through it for everyone in case anyone's still paying attention. Yoni says, in general, I think yardage bonuses aren't a great idea. I'm not dead set against them, but the one, two, three, four hundred yard marks are random numbers. Like all numbers. A football player tries to gain as many yards as possible, not attain a specific benchmark of yards. That's actually not true. Um, on a specific play, you're like you're they're yards you're trying to gain, like benchmark yards. Um okay. But continuing on. The offense is trying just as hard as the defense to gain or prevent yards being gained, not a specific amount of yards. That's also not necessarily true. The bonus point rewards seem steep for me for a benchmark that isn't a specific goal of a player. If we were to keep them, then I think the QB plus six point bonus yardage mark should be increased. The difference between gaining three and 400 yards uh, for a QB is a much easier gap to traverse than the difference between one or 200 yards rushing for a running back. That is completely true. That's true. I think the number of plus six point bonuses should be even between the three positions. So maybe 450 yards for a QB. Uh, also, 
if we are to do yardage bonuses, why just one, two, three, four hundred? This year there were multiple five hundred yard passing games and a three hundred yard receiver. If we do bonuses, then that kind of crazy game should be rewarded more than a four hundred yard passing game. So Yoni's not alone. There are a lot of people that don't like yardage bonuses. And yeah. I think we voted the, the, on this last year. Yeah. As, last year, we voted just straight up and down. To, should we get rid of yardage bonuses? And it lost four to eight. So is Yoni proposing get rid of them or change them? Yoni's proposing like eight different things. So it's hard to say. Okay. Um, but the, the most well-defined idea, as far as I understand it, is to increase the top-level QB bonus yardage from 400 to 450. I'm more than okay with that. Um, and the general idea being that QBs hit that mark way more often yeah. than other positions. So, yeah, two things. I, I agree the bonuses like can be frustrating if like you're a type of player that always gets like 90 yards or something, but th- I really don't think they make as big a difference in total league scoring as people think they do. Um, I remember looking at it last year and doing some analysis, which I don't know where it is, but like it's if you look at like the top players from each position, like most of like it's not bonuses that really get them there. It's like touchdowns and just like consistent yards every week. Yeah. So um, the the tro- we had the same problem last year, which is if you wanted to really vote on revamping the bonus system, it would be like eighteen different voting questions, which we can't do. So here's what here, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna vote on increasing the top level QB bonus, and if Yoni wants to weigh in before that happens, and uh, have a more specific set of suggestions. We'll just vote on Yoni's suggestions as one thing. That's fine. So right now we're just saying the proposal is move the QB plus six to four fifty yards. Yeah, I I will vote for that right now. I, I my guess is most people will also. Yeah, I think so too. Um, cool. Okay. Moving on to less verbose rule suggestions. Priest uh, has only one, and that is this. Uh, it's, I guess, the, the NARF rule. A pl- if a player that scores the most points in a regular season is guaranteed a playoff spot, which means if he doesn't make it on record, he bumps yeah. the number six team out. Um, and there's uh, this was the, the most hotly debated one. All right, so I'll just, I'll just come out and say, like, I appreciate that, like, people thought my team was good last year because it was, but, like, this is never going to happen again. Like, yeah. th- there's, it's not going to happen if someone leads the league in scoring and does not make the playoffs. Yeah, so here, here are the comments. Hudson says that he likes the rule, but instead of bumping the sixth seed on record, he, he would bump the, sixth, the playoff team with the fewest points. Okay, I like that. that. Uh, Noah very eloquently writes in, we don't need to make a special rule about the top point scorer getting into the playoffs because that will almost certainly never happen again. In general, we don't need to make convoluted rules in direct response to some weird thing that happened to just have occurred. Well said. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with Noah. Moose uh, counters that he likes it because <laughs> it is so rare, and it probably won't happen often. So someone's not getting kicked out of the playoffs every year, but it would be pretty exciting when and if it did happen. I, I as stupid as that's, I kind of see the point to that. That like, it would be exciting if it happened again. Like if if someone was like second and like five and eight going into the last game, or like five and seven, I guess it'd have to be it like, like trying to get them like, like them scoring a lot would be exciting. But still, 
Uh, and uh, CB says, the way I see it, it's highly unlikely to ever be used, but on the off chance that it matters, it seems fit. So I think I there's... There's actually a lot of positive support for that, although Noah's argument was the only one that really makes sense. Yes, I agree with you uh, completely. But there's enough interest in this that I think we kind of have to vote on it to strongly discourage people from voting for this. I might vote for this. Is it retroactive? Can I be guaranteed to play a spot for this year? Uh, no, that would have been a completely different rule suggestion. Okay. Um, okay, yours we already did. Now we move on to Hudson. Hudson. Did, didn't we already do Hudson? We did. You have Hudson grouped twice. Yes, but different rule suggestions. Right, but you're supposed to group everyone by owner. Look, I did that almost completely except for Hudson. Okay. Hudson also feels that we should raise the buy-in, and he suggests $40. Uh, Noah responds, I feel pretty strongly that we shouldn't increase the buy-ins. I think this kind of thing works best as a friendly competition and not as a gambling venture. Most leagues need to have a lot of money at stake for everyone to remain interested, and we don't, which I think is a really good thing. If we had an amount of money on this that actually mattered, I think it would be less fun, and people would actually legitimately be upset about losing or not winning money because of fluke events or luck or whatever. Also well said. Noah's smart. Yeah, Noah had a had a, a very eloquent string of emails there. Yeah, Noah is almost definitely the preseason number one going into next year, by the way, but I think I've already said that. Well, he won the double. He won the double. Um, and wait, did he win March Madness also? That's what I meant by the double. Oh, I thought you meant regular season and playoffs. <laughs> I guess he won the triple. <laughs> yeah, Noah won the Tron Triple Crown. It's the year of Noah. Everything's coming up Noah. It really is. Um, I think, yeah, I think we should probably make a rule that when you win the triple, you are in charge of all the rule changes for that year. That's it. And Noah is probably the single most the single person whose like participation has increased the most based off like media. Like he was like. Yeah, the classic person who like four years ago didn't set his lineup and finished like one in ten every year. Yeah, but once he found out that you would make silly comments about him on a podcast with a circulation of twelve, uh, we might be really on a single digits. He really kicked <laughs> his ass into gear. Yeah, I think uh, I've been trying to get Libby to subscribe, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah, um, I, I remember <laughs> Lionel telling me he's all for higher money, also. So. I, well, no, again, while Noah says what he said makes sense, like, I bet this would win in a vote would be my guess. Or it would come very close. I mean, so we'll, I guess we'll put it to a vote to, to up it to 40 bucks. I mean, there, there's literally no amount of money I won't put in this league. But I definitely agree with Noah's statement that, like, we have a rare thing where, like, it's very competitive and people care without money. And, like, this would risk messing with that. Yeah, and I, I, I plan to vote against it. And this also drew Frogger's sole contribution of the rules discussion, which uh, I don't have it in front of me, but he, he, he said something like, given the the amount of effort and time that we put into it, $400 is a more accurate figure. Wait, what, is, is what? He, he, Frogger said 400 instead of 40 judging from the amount of time and effort that we put into this. Oh, yes. Um Frogger does make fun of how much time and effort we put into this, but that's okay. He's also a professional athlete, so money is meaningless to him. That's true, but he doesn't get paid in equity. Only $25 per game, which is one buy-in. He gets paid a league buy-in every game. He's getting fleeced. Um, okay. Last and least. Are we actually going to read these? I guess we have to. It's Lamp Chop, who got his in just under the wire, like like is his style. You know, he when he didn't get his bracket in, I, I told Tron Chat he's going to submit it at like 
1125 like a fucker and that's exactly what he did yeah okay um lamb chop has six rule suggestion and they are almost uniformly uh uh marked by their lack of feasibility analysis great so uh number one points scored by the opposing defense don't count against your defense slash special teams Uh, agree but i don't think you can do that uh, I don't believe you can do that, and Lamb Chop has done nothing to show me otherwise. Cool. Um, next, the top-seeded playoff team in each round gets to choose their opponent. We already Is, covered that. That was CB's suggestion, or Hudson. Or, that was yeah. Hudson's suggestion. And we're, Hudson, vo- we're voting on that. We are voting on that. Um, number three, a penalty may be minus one point for defense special teams for a pass interference call. Agree, and also unfeasible. As far as we know, we have no way of... Knowing. I'd be shocked if that's an option on ESPN. I don't even think that's a recorded stat. Well, I guess it is, because all penalties are, but... Yeah, but I don't think it's an option. Um, moving on. His next suggestion, points should be fractional instead of rounded, as they currently are, for more precise scoring. So I think uh, ESPN does decimals. Yeah, this you can do, um, which I guess I'm okay with, but I also don't really mind the way it is now. Yeah. Um, should we vote on that just to throw Elsie a bone? Um, I don't think we need to throw him a bone, but we can vote on this. I think there are other people that are for this also, would be my guess. Like decimal points? Yeah. Okay. And we'll make it European style where the decimal points are actually commas, just to really fuck with everyone. Perfect. That's how they do stuff in Europe? Yeah. Oh. It's disorienting. Oh. Okay. Um, next, onside kick recovery bonus for defense special teams. He's really focused on defense special teams. And, like, these are actually all legit good suggestions. Like, I'm, I feel weird saying that. But, yeah, we can't do any of these. A full 50% of his rule suggestions <laughs> are focused on defense Who did he? What was his D last year? Who did he have that he was not happy with? Didn't he have the Seahawks? No, I had the Seahawks. Oh, no, he had, he had, he had Hauschka. That was it. He had Hauschka. I had the Seahawks on my Pro Bowl team that finished seventh. <coughs> oh, tear. A tear for your team, buddy. I'll, I'll get over it. Once the season starts, I'll stop reminding myself of that. Well, at least you haven't had the fantasy two years that I've had. I've had worse! <laughs> Do you know uh, how many people have not made the playoffs in the modern era of this league? Uh, is it one? It's actually two, but only one's been in it all three years. Who else? Fuse. Fuse has never made the playoffs? Not in the modern era, which is the post-NARF podcast era. find that oddly satisfying. Um, it does make me feel better, but yeah, it's just me and Fuse. Okay, well, we'll fix that next year. Yeah, Fuse will make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, his last, LC's last suggestion is total yardage bonus for running backs. 150 total yards, question mark? Also, I'm okay with that, but... Is it possible? Uh, I don't question. Don't we have a yardage bonus for running backs? Well, he's saying like eighty yards rushing, eighty yards receiving, you get a bonus. And like, I'm fine with that. Oh, total yards, combined yards. That's why he said total yardage bonus. I don't assume that just because Lamchop uses a word, he knows what it means or intends it. Okay. I think that's what he intended, because it makes sense based off his hundred fifty number. Um if that's possible, put that to a vote, because I'm definitely for that. I bet most people would be also. As far as I know, there's no total yard bonus. Okay. So were any of Lamb Shops put to a vote? 
or did we? We're gonna we're gonna throw oh, fractional, fractional score in. Fractional points. That's just gonna be a mess. Like, <coughs> I don't know. Um, but it will eliminate ties, hopefully. Uh, how many, were there ties last year? I think there was one tie. Yeah. Um, okay. Fair enough. Um, okay. So that's everything we have, right? It's everything. Yeah. Okay. So that leaves probably the most important topic of discussion. Um, I had a long convo with Yoni at the alumni game. Uh Uh-oh. Drafting in Maine is probably not feasible, but should we try? That's the first question. Oh, well, I, I, I already said that if it happened, I I'm there. So, but it, from talking to a cross section of the league, it didn't seem like we had critical mass. That's the question. Like, how many people would we need to be there to do this? I think we would want at least eight out of twelve. Okay, um, right. I well, think that's that's the that's the bottom cutoff for a live draft. And how would we do it for the people not there? Like, is the draft still just on the internet through ESPN? Um, that I don't know. I think probably, yeah. We have enough, everyone has enough devices that, that that's still probably the best way to do it. And everyone else could still live draft with us. Um, hmm. I mean, otherwise we could Skype people in, I guess. That's going to be a mess. Like, part of yeah. the nice thing about live drafting is, like, you don't really have to, like, fit to that minute timeline. Like, you can make the draft take three hours because, like, you're hanging out having fun. Um, I've never, I've never live drafted. It's really fun. I've never enjoyed the, the, the company of people or had them enjoy mine enough to live draft. Okay. Um, I mean, we, we do kind of create that by that Google Hangout that messes me up every year. But uh, so I think we're at the forefront of using Google Hangout technology for something. Yeah. I think we're pioneers. I think if Google knew, and maybe NARF Productions should get on this, because aren't they, isn't Google hurting for, for good publicity for Hangouts? They're having trouble getting it off the ground, right? I have no idea. They're maybe. Doing like, they may have Obama do a Google Hangout with like science students because they're desperate. That actually happened? I think that was a thing that happened. Why would Obama do that? So if they knew about how awesome we were and how well google hangouts serves our draft maybe they'd want to put us in a commercial um, when i say us i mean us uh, with it, except for lamp chop okay right clearly so so we could try for this um but i feel like someone probably you would have to like send out one of those like surveys about weekends and get on that real soon because like people's summer plans like get like weekends disappear easily um maybe when we do the the doodle for the rules vote we could have okay. a feeler, just like a general, are you willing to come to Maine and are there at least some weekends that are realistic in July or August? Got it. Um, now, I told you only this too, and this this will definitely sound completely hypocritical of me, but I'm not sure I can make it. Um, I've, got, <laughs> I've got two weddings and summer league finals in August. Um, I could possibly make it the last weekend of August, which is Labor Day, but like, I feel like a lot of people might be busy that weekend and I don't know. So, but don't you get unlimited Uber? Can't you like get a, a an Uber to Uber you up there and then to Uber you back? Um, I don't get unlimited. I get a lot of credits, but I no, it no, it won't work. Oh, um, can you get me credits? I don't know why I didn't lead with that. Uh, for what purpose? 
to transport myself from one place to another. Um, can I? Yes. <laughs> I can go into the system and give you a million credits right now. Yeah. Will I? I mean, realistically, without getting fired. So we, 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 when Lamb Chop started working at Amazon, we told him that his place in the world meant nothing to us until and unless he could get us free Prime, which he cannot do. He probably can. No, he's very adamant. Even the even he apparently can't get free prime. So that's how we know that 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 he hasn't really yet he arrived. He can't get free prime legally. I bet he could go into the back of their system and just give himself free prime. You know what he can do, which scared the shit out of me? He can go and just look at the shit you ordered. Dude, I can look at anywhere anyone's ever been on Uber. I can go look up your trip right now. That is actually, it's not under my name. So good luck with that. I'm off the grid, baby. <laughs> all right. Um, but that is way less embarrassing than all the sexual stuff that I buy off Amazon. I basically, That's my whole true. life, everything but like produce comes from Amazon Prime. Yeah. Does, everything. Does... Everything that I use and consume and put in my body either permanently or, or, or just for short periods of time comes from Amazon. So does he actually monitor what you're buying? I don't know. I think he checked Noah's, and that's how we found out that he had that power. And being the fucker that he is, especially after this podcast, is definitely going to be all over everyone's. Interesting. So what I'll say is, if you sign up for an Uber account, you get twenty dollars of free credit. So there, I I'll give you those twenty dollars. Isn't that the same twenty dollars that everyone gets? Uh, yeah, everyone gets it. Okay. Well, clearly you don't have the influence I was hoping for. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. Yes, I could do it. And I would almost definitely not get caught, but it just really doesn't seem worth it. Because of you not liking me as much as I want you to? Um, that's part of it. Um, mm. But I guess if you figure out a weekend in which everyone can go to Maine and make that happen, and I can also go that weekend, I might throw you some credits. I'll be very happy about that. Okay. Can I, uh, let me just say this pod hasn't done for my self-esteem maybe what I, what I was hoping it would. But That's fair. Um, <laughs> all right. So you're going to get these rules votes out um, yeah actually no first step i guess i have to get the podcast out <laughs> not promising when that'll happen well, um, if this was preserved and if it was preserved uh whether you can actually distribute it i'll get the podcast out you'll get the rules thing out we'll vote about maine you're gonna get some white wildwood jerseys should we and are we gonna announce it or are we gonna let it just pop up in people's feed and surprise them the podcast yeah. Oh, I'm going to announce it. There are a lot of people that don't subscribe that just like listen online through my web stream. Don't they know that that hurts your numbers with advertisers? Yeah, I'm not too worried about that right now, though. Like we got really good re-engagement. Like people that listen once tend to listen every week. So that's what right. I'm trying to sell. How strongly correlated is that with being in the league? <laughs> it's pretty one-to-one. I see. Oh, I did have, no, I had a subscriber from like somewhere in Europe for a while, but I think he left and I didn't really ever know who he was. Okay, the subscriber that you had in Europe, was it me when I was in Spain? No, it was like from some country I had not heard of, I think. Um, Is it a country in Europe you haven't heard of? I don't know. I'm not too cultured about that stuff. By the way, I'm fully prepared to podcast during my honeymoon this year, though, guys. So don't think I'll be taking a week off. I wouldn't dream of it. Um, assuming they have internet wherever I am, which I don't know where that will be. All right, cool. Anton, what song do you want to play us out to? Oh, I gave this no thought. I remember the last time we did this, I picked one and you didn't listen to me. Yeah, I don't always listen to people. What's Libby's favorite song? Um, I don't know. She just tells me how much she hates the music that I play because it sounds like death. But she might like the music that I pick. I just, just 
just go with your mood, buddy. I trust I, you. I might change it up this year. I might. It's spring. It's finally warm. Just some weather appropriate. Weather appropriate music. Yeah. All right. I'll do my best. Um, good talking to you, and hopefully, yeah, I'll see you at Wildwood. I guess. Yeah, buddy. All right. See ya. Bye.